Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. Hey everyone, this is Raya with Reyes on Astrology. Uh, today, I will be going over the week of March 1st until March 7th, 2022. Um, before I get into the week, I want to make a couple of announcements. Um, I still have my new moon, full moon email subscription going on. This is a by donation subscription, pay when you can, what you can. Um, you can unsubscribe whenever. Once you are signed up, you are signed up. Um, and it is a email centered around the new moon or the full moon. And I kind of go over the energy, the astrological energy as to what's going on. I give some journaling prompts just to get your, the gears turning in your mind to kind of think of how to work with the energy of that lunation. Um, very excited about this. This is my second one going out. It will be going out today, March 1st, around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So um, if you um, sign up before that, it, you'll get it today. Um, I have a link on my website to sign up. I have a link on my Instagram bio to sign up. Um, and if you miss the cutoff date for this one, you can just sign up and then you'll automatically be um, enrolled in the next uh, lunation, which is the full moon in Virgo. Uh, next, I wanted to say, I forgot to mention last week, um, Mercury has moved past its stationing point of 11 degrees of Aquarius, February 24th. Um, so what that means is Mercury uh, stationed retrograde at 11 degrees and started appearing to be moving backwards in the sky. And now we have Mercury moving past that 11 degree point of um of Aquarius. So now things are really going to start picking up in the world of Mercury. Mercury is going to start moving fast. Um, and this, this, um, this note right here about Mercury moving past its stationing retrograde point is really tying into this week, which I'll get into. Um, so let's get into it. So March 1st, we have a Sun in Pisces, sextile Uranus and Taurus. Um, this is a pretty exciting one. Uh, I see it as self-discovery or spiritual breakthrough breakthroughs, especially around how you see yourself as a sovereign soul or a sovereign individual or sovereign spirit. Um, it's like a rebirth of the soul or your spirit. Um, you know, seeing that light at the end of the tunnel um, and kind of going with it and going with those surprise turn of the events and just seeing where life leads you um, and, and not having any sort of fear around that. Um, it could also be the urge for reforms and progressive movements. I think that we're going to be seeing a lot of that in the mainstream media um, with the current world events. I, th I don't really think I need to go into what's happening. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone is, is well aware. Um, but there's definitely going to be a pickup of urge for reforms and progressive movements going on, um, people feeling restless, stuff like that. But moving back to this, this self-discovery and spiritual breakthroughs on a personal level, I almost see it like the soul is breaking out of its physical form and your er internal energy is bigger than your physical body and, and feeling that and going with it and, um, and 
having some sort of feeling of liberation or freedom when it comes to that soul, when it comes to that sovereignty. So I think this is a great personal transit. I think on the mundane form, it's going to be a big, um, big transit for reforms and progressive movements or liberation or freedom for those that feel some sort of oppression or some sort of um, just whatever's going on in the world. So just pay attention to that. But I think it's a great personal transit for spiritual breakthroughs. Um, on that same day, March 1st, we have a Mercury and Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. I personally don't see this transit being a super effective this week because we have a lot of showstoppers, um, which I'll get into later. But Mercury's moving fast, so this is a fast transit. It's going to be exact the night of the first Eastern Standard Time, so most, mostly when people are sleeping. Uh, like I said, you might not feel this one as much just because it's fast moving and we got a lot of bigger, bigger uh, transits going on. But anyways, uh, still a good transit, still something that's um, noteworthy. Uh, this could be um, possibly like the building blocks on that sun Uranus sextile where you're able to speak up for yourself or express something about you that might be going against the mainstream or not be the status quo. Um, but it's being able to conquer that sort of um, anxiety around speaking how you feel deep down inside or speaking speaking on a soul level or a spirit level. Um, it's also very industrious mind, very innovative, very inventive. Um, and it's deep concentration as well and focus because we have Saturn in the mix. Um, you know, but since we have Saturn there, you could find yourself being too serious at this time because you are so focused on a subject and you're kind of not able to lead off of the path. Um, Aquarius is a fixed sign and um, Saturn is one of the traditional rulers of Aquarius. So there is that deep level of concentration, focus, um, rigidity um, to this to this Mercury and Saturn conjunction. And Mercury is comfortable in the side of Aquarius. It's not necessarily, um, it's not an exaltation as if it's it's super powerful there, but it's comfortable in Aquarius. I, I personally like a Mercury Aquarius. Um, but I think with this, in, this on a mundane sense <clears throat> and on a personal level, I think that it's important to remember that not everything you see in here is true. Mercury is the trickster and he can play tricks on you and he can kind of be a little bit deceptive. And when Saturn is involved, it could be um, tricks played in order to suppress something or, um, or in order to contain something or conceal something. So like I said, with that Sun Uranus sextile, this urge for reform and progressive movements for current events, just be aware with this Mercury, Saturn, and Aquarius. I feel like there's something more going on. And it will kind of be playing off of the rest of the week as well, too, which I'll get into. So be careful that Mercury, Aquarius, that's very tricky. Or that's just um, 
I could see it as mind games. So just be aware of that. Um, it might be a time too where there's a lot more propaganda put out or a lot more false information put out in order to kind of suppress some sort of truth or get you into some sort of um, quote unquote box or side or um, belief system. So just be aware of that. Anyways, I'm going to move on to some bigger transits. Mart, this week is like crazy <clears throat> with um, with the level of intense transits. So it's going to get it's going to get saucy. March second, we have the new moon in Pisces sextile Uranus and Taurus, and it's also conjunct Jupiter in Pisces. So we have this new moon connecting to two of the outer two of the bigger planets that are slower moving and one of them is in its home sign we have jupiter and pisces so this is like a big event it's new moons are are typically um relatively important events when it comes to astrology so this connecting with uranus and taurus and jupiter and pisces it's kind of the main attraction for the week um i see a i see two or three main attractions but this is i think that the um this is under the big top this is the circus uh Circus main event. Um, so this is like going to bring on daydreams, visions, high, high intuition. So pay attention to that intuitive, tingly sense that you get when it comes to things for this week because of this new moon. Um, I am calling this new moon, I reject your reality. So I'm going to create my own. Uh, I love that. I just think it fits perfectly. We have a new moon in Pisces, sextile Uranus and Taurus with Jupiter in the mix. I'm rejecting your reality, so I'm creating my own. Perfect. Um, so this lunation I can see as a rebellious nature against the status quo quo of what is needed to sustain life. Do I need these things to be a functional human being? What do I need to sustain life? Do I need to go to the grocery store and buy my groceries to sustain life? Or can I create my own garden and feed myself and nurture my soul in a way that is much more healthy for me as a physical human, me as a spiritual human, and my connection to the earth, my connection to the goddess that we live on? Um, do I need to live in a city and buy new clothes all the time? Or can I learn a craft to create my own clothes? It's, it's rebelling against this false reality that we've created in this world. And I really see this, this new moon as the stepping stones towards that new reality that you're creating, you're creating in your own life. Um, it can also be restless urge for new beginnings. Just be aware of that. You might feel really restless to make some sort of new change or have some sort of vision that you're thinking about and you're really restless to get it started just because we have Uranus there. Um, it's also creative initiative to start something new as well too, but I see it as a positive thing. I see that restless urge for new beginnings and this creative initiative as really powerful and really potent. And I think that it's going to be a good thing for a lot of people. Um, Jupiter adds this layer of having faith in something bigger than the self and having faith that anything you can dream will come true in time. That's the most important thing is in time. Um, so you might feel really restless to kind of have everything now or get the change that you want now, but you need to have that faith that everything will come to you in time. You need to keep 
that spiritual connection you have to what I call source energy or some sort of divine higher power to be able to create this reality and know that in time it will come to you. It's not going to be a fast thing. It's not going to be a quick thing. There could be a sudden turn of events that lead to this creation of something new, but you need to remember that in, it will unfold. Um, everything that you want will unfold eventually. Um, so transitioning into this next transit we have March 2nd, um, I see this lunation directly related to this Mars-Venus-Pluto conjunction that I'll be speaking on next. Um, and I see it the way as almost as if reality itself is crumbling before us and it's time to create our own reality because this, this reality that other people have created for us is crumbling. So it's time to step in our, to our own sovereignty and um, do what we want and what we like and what makes us happy. Um, and it's to be innovative with our resources in a way that will manifest into a higher vision for the future. It's like, what do you have in front of you that you can use to create some sort of future that you will benefit from and other people will benefit from as well? So this is another main attraction happening on the same day um, as the new moon in Pisces. March 2nd, we have Venus Mars and Pluto conjunct in Capricorn. And everyone's kind of been talking about this and leading up to this for quite some time. Um, Venus finally has moved past her stationing retrograde point of 26 degrees on the same day of this conjunction. So she's out of her retrograde shadow. She's starting to move faster. She's, she's done bringing up past events from the retrograde period. And she's meeting up with Mars and Pluto in the sign of Capricorn. So it's a big event. Um, so I'm not going to speak on world events. I think that everyone has some sort of awareness as to what's going on. Um, this transit is very synchronistic as to what's happening in the world right now, this Venus, Mars, Pluto conjunction. And it's, and it's been perf perfecting. Um, you know, March 2nd is the day that it will be exact. They'll all be at the same degree. But you could have been feeling this all week, possibly starting last week and into this fall, this next week coming up. So it's obsessive and controlling. It's the deepest fears of what we find valuable being taken away from us. It's, it's the ugly side of lust, desire, and passion, which is exactly kind of what's happening. People are fearful that um, what they love and what they find passion through or with is going to be taken away from them. Um, and it's that obsessive and controlling nature to kind of hold on to um, what you find valuable and not, not being able to let go of it. Um, so with this transit, interestingly enough, Mars has the upper hand. Um, with him being in his exaltation sign of Capricorn, um, exalted simply means in traditional sense, put on a pedestal. So it's higher up. It's in a sign that it's comfortable in Mars and Capricorn. Um, and Mars right now is moving faster than Venus. So he meets with Pluto first and then Venus. So it's just fascinating because it's typically Venus is moving faster and, and Mars is slower, but Anyways, that's something to remember. So Mars is going to have more influence over this transit than Venus or Pluto 
um, if you speak on a simple sense. So um, back to kind of the significations of this, it could be bringing up undesirable and not talked about parts of what it takes to obtain what you want. Um, the things that not everyone speaks on or the things that are kind of hidden in the shadows, the ugly side of lust and desire and passion or the ugly side of control and um, obsessive natures or domination or um, gaining what you want. Um, like I said last week, it's possibly it is the sacrifices you have to make or the people you need to let go of, the metaphorical deaths of something in order to get what you want, which could be very undesirable. Um, you know, maybe you need to start not spending as much money on clothes because you're trying to save money and that's really going to bring you some sort of sorrow because you love shopping. Or maybe you need to, um, you know, you're part of some organization and you need to make more time for your family. So you need to cut that organization out of your life or that um, group out of your life in order to make more time for your family. So it's, it's also looking at the fears of losing something or looking at the fears of sacrifices. Um, but most importantly, I think on a mundane sense, and especially with the new moon being on the same day, I could see it as fear of losing control of reality, um, that fear of faith in something bigger than the self because we have Jupiter so close to the moon. And like I was saying is um, that new moon is calling you to have faith in, the, in something bigger than the self and trust that things will play out in time when you're trying to manifest. So this Venus, Mars, Pluto, and Capricorn can bring up that fear of losing control of reality or that fear of the vastness of the universe when you think about like how small and insignificant you are. So March 2nd is really a big day because we have two very big transits going on. Um, but let's move on. We have March 4th, and this is when things kind of, I mean, it's still all intense and you're still going to be feeling the lunation and the... Um, Mars, Venus, Pluto conjunction all week, but March 4th, we have the Sun and Jupiter um, conjunct in Pisces. Uh, I am personally um, reading this intuitively for what I'm kind of feeling. And the first things that came to me is fool's gold and false idols. Um, and it's almost as if there's a false sense of hope for something that takes you away from reality. Um, where you're almost playing into what isn't your reality or what isn't real life. The way I'm seeing it is the new moon is telling you to create your own reality and not play into the mainstream status quo reality that they have created for you. And this Sun-Jupiter conjunction in Pisces could be, telling, could be taking away taking you away from the reality you're trying to create and playing into that reality of binge watch TV, go to work nine to five, buy your groceries at the store. Um, don't be self-sufficient. Listen to, you know, listen to these news outlets, listen to the social media platform, listen to these idols and these celebrities. So just be aware of that. And this is me intuitively reading this transit. So you're 
you might not feel it the same way I am, but I hope you are. Anyways, <clears throat> all I can say is this transit is screaming at me, don't trust and hear what you see on the media, especially when it comes to icons speaking up about something. Don't trust what you see and hear on any media. Use your intuition. Um, don't worship false idols. That's what this transit is screaming to me. Um, it could be grand exaggeration for the benefit of someone's character or legacy. So it could almost be um, someone that is very popular or famous or some sort of icon is, is doing or saying something for the benefit of the self or the benefit of their legacy so that they are not ostracized or cast out or alienated for some sort of something. They're kind of following this false reality or they're following this need to fit in. So that's just my intuitive sense on a mundane level. Take it or leave it. I don't care. Anyways, on the flip side for this Sun-Jupiter conjunction in Pisces, I can see it as highly creative and fertile for new beginnings when it comes to something you envision, tying back into that new moon. So be wary because conjunctions can kind of be explosive energy or they can be some sort of like creation energy. So be wary of listening and seeing things on the media. Be wary of worships of those false idols, but also to tie it into your reality and create and have this being able to like create your own reality to what you envision and daydream a little bit. So moving on, March 5th, we have the moon square that Venus Mars Pluto conjunction. And typically I wouldn't really bring up the moon, but I see this as tying into this week um, moon square that conjunction in Capricorn. Um, which is the, you know, it's kind of a showstopper of the week. So, um, so I could see it as emotional blowups, upset, or disturbances. I could also see it related to power struggles, control, conflict, fights, or some sort of will to dominate others that are seen as lesser. So this March 5th moon square Pluto, moon square conjunction in Capricorn, it's, big, but at the same time, it's quick moving. So there may be some upset, upsets, disturbances, um, power struggles that day, conflicts, anger, aggression, but it's relatively quick moving. So I could see it as resolving relatively smoothly as well too. Um, it can also bring up some sort of internal challenging circumstances around fear, values, control, or power where you're fearful for your values being threatened or you're fearful of others control and power over you. So um, just be just I would I just wanted everyone to kind of be aware of this moon square Capricorn conjunction. Um, so March 5th, there could be some sort of tension in the air around that. All right, moving to the last significant transit I saw for the week. We have March 6th. We have Venus and Mars move into the sign of Aquarius. So Venus and Mars are out of um, Capricorn. And 
Mars loses his exaltations, his exaltation status. So he has less kind of power to do Marsy things like action and conflict and strife and sacrifices. So the energy is drastically changing, especially since we had Venus move past her stationing retrograde point. Um, so they're still going to be conjunct to the exact degree when they move into Aquarius. They're pretty much going to move into Aquarius at the same time, which is funny because it's like they're stepping into a new house together. So they have some sort of level of um, support from each other. Um, but they're, it, the energy is changing and they're moving into more progressive territory. But you also have to remember that Saturn is in Aquarius and Saturn is the traditional ruler of Aquarius. So now Saturn ha kind of has power over Venus and Mars. Well, Saturn, Saturn has power over Mars now. And he's kind of had power over Venus since she was in Capricorn. But now Mars is losing his exaltation status. So he's going to be looking to Saturn a little bit more. So it's going to be a much more Saturnian flavor um, to the week, which is cold and somber and somewhat depressive or this level of maturity and um, achievement and hard work. Anyways, um, so I see this Mars and Venus into Aquarius is almost as if you know what needs to be done and how to do it. And it's making a commitment to something for the long run, quote unquote. Um, where there's some sort of because Venus and Mars together are creative, but you're 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 aware of what you need to do do, and you're being somewhat innovative, which is like a crazy theme for this week. Um, and you're you're in it for the long run, and you're you're willing to go the distance, and um, you're willing to have a level of maturity or somberness, or know what needs to be done to be able to 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 get to this end goal. So that's what I have for this week of March 1st to March 7th. It's a big week. Like I said, we have the full, we have, excuse me, we have the new moon in Pisces. We have Mars, Venus, and Pluto conjunct in Capricorn, which is kind of the showstoppers. But I see it as this weird dance between being pulled in between realities where you have your own reality and you have what's true to you and you know with an intuitive sense as to what's true, but you're getting pulled back into other people's reality that isn't necessarily true for you, or you're getting pulled into some sort of mainstream reality that's almost being forced on you because it's the status quo, but there's that need to rebel against it and kind of um, be somewhat of a visionary when it comes to the future. So this is a big week, guys. Um, I know I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be relatively, um, I don't want to say it this way, but I'm going to explosive just because we have a lot going on of very concentrated, high, high intense energies. Um, and March itself is a relatively big month because all planets are moving direct. So all planets are moving fast and we're not going to have any retrograde period. So it's, 
it's going to be busy. It's going to be a lot of movement. It's going to be a lot of back and forth here and there, and it might be overwhelming to keep up with it all, especially when it comes to the media, especially when it comes to the news. So um, just something to be aware of. This is the starting point of a very busy month with a lot of action in it. So that's what I have for you all today. I hope you have a wonderful week and this new moon treats you very well because I think it's incredibly fertile to kind of create whatever you envision for the future. And I will see you next week. Thanks.